The Extremis Publishing Podcast is endorsed by Heart 200, Scotland's most exciting road trip. Find out more at heart200.scot. Welcome to the Extremist Publishing Podcast. I'm Tom Christie. Today's topic is Heart 200, Scotland's favourite road trip, and I'm delighted to be joined by my co-author and co-director at Extremist Publishing, Julie Christie, and the Communications Director of Heart 200 Scott Limited, Mr Mike Dales. Mike is a published author, his book Find Time for Exercise is currently available, and he's also the host of a popular podcast of the same name. Mike and Julie, welcome. Hi Tom. Hi. Well it's good to speak to you today about a subject that's close to all our hearts and that is the Heart 200 route which runs through Perthshire and Stirlingshire and carries with it um, some extraordinary sites, locations and cultural history. Now Mike, uh, you are one of the people who was uh, responsible for composing this route uh, and taking in some of these amazing places. Uh, What can you tell us about the initial planning? I think the uh, original idea came from um, my fellow director, um, Robbie Cairns, who uh, um, ran a hotel, Fortingale Hotel, up at the northern end of the the, the Heart 200 route. And he stood on a bridge over the A9 one day, saw all the traffic heading north and thought, we need need something sort of tourism promotion-wise to get a few more people turning off the A9 and um, and visiting this area and really I think a, a few weeks after that Robbie and myself had a conversation and what emerged from that conversation eventually was Heart 200 and that is sort of a loose route we, we, we don't like to sort of um, really say this is the hard and fast route to follow it's just a, a corridor around Perthshire, Stirlingshire, like you say, through the two cities of Perth and Stirling, um, but taking in the, the rural area, the countryside, and uh, um, you know, sort of around the Trossachs and uh, sort of the Loch Tay corridor being the, uh, the sort of northern end of, uh, of that route. So I think that's really you know, where the, the idea came from and has developed from there. Now, when you and Robbie first uh, devised the idea for Heart 200, I mean, had you any idea how much it was going to run and run? You know, people really seem to have taken to the, the, the notion of the road trip. No, I think like any of these uh, ideas, um, you look back and see how how the idea formed over time and, and is, is still um, uh, developing. But we've, we've always felt that as, uh, as a region, it's got a very high density of... Uh, tourist attractions and tourism related businesses um, you know within the sort of average mile of the route there are just lots of things to do you know whether it's uh, visiting castles and gardens adventure bungee jumping 
white water rafting, little walking, canoeing and so on. Uh, places to stay, place, places to, uh, to find food and drink. Um, it's, it's a bit of a cliche, but it is all things to all people. So, uh, you know, whether you're um, people, couples or whatever, over 70, whether it's um, people with young families, whether it's people seeking adventure in their 20s and 30s, you know, whichever sort of age group, life stage you look at, this area really has uh, something for everyone. And uh, I think the other, the other thing about it is that um, you know, as a as a general sort of route of about 200 miles, if you want to go around the whole route over a week or so, that's fine. But if you just want to explore one corner of it or just just one village within it, um, then then that's great. That you know we we don't put any emphasis on having to complete the route. Um, we just want to promote tourism to this area um, and if that means somebody coming to stay in one of the towns or one of the villages and just stay still for the week then that's great there's there just really are no prizes for for going around the whole thing and i think that may be one of the reasons why it has lent itself so well to the the idea of slow tourism because as you rightly say there are just so many things to see and do in the area whether it be cultural heritage, whether it be activities, um, outdoor activities, you know, walking, cycling. Um, there's just something for everyone on Heart 200. There is, and I think the other thing is that uh, although we've got like a, a line on the, the map, a suggested route, um, there is so much inside of that circle, into the, the sort of heart of the heart, but there's also so much looking out the way as well externally. And I think what, even if you are going around the route, what that lends itself is to, is to get to a particular place and say, let's stay here for two or three nights. And just, just using Perth as an example, you know, you might get to Perth and rather than stay a night and move on tomorrow, why not stay two nights in Perth, take the train to Dundee, visit the V&A and the Discovery uh, and come back to Perth, stay a second night and then move on to Kinross or wherever you want to go for the uh, the next night or two or three. I think that's definitely true for me as well. The fact that when we first saw the route, it was so obvious that you didn't have to do the whole thing. You could just go for a couple of nights and do a quarter. Yeah. And because of its location geographically within Scotland, being right in the heart of Scotland, it makes it mm. very easy for a lot of people to access it from different places without having to travel a good distance. So automatically your relaxation is there without having to travel for miles and miles to get to the destination yeah. and gives you more time just to enjoy it when you do get there. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, with something like this, there is um, a thing in sort of tourism promotion for the overseas market, which yeah is there. Um, is important but um, I think also quite often the, the sort of home market the Scottish market is is overlooked and say you're looking at this from the point of view of someone in Dundee or Edinburgh you might sort of think well we know that bit around Perth really well 
So let's use the, the HARP 200 website and to, to find a few ideas and go over and explore the, the Stirling um, corner of the route. Um, have a long weekend around Stirling and go out to the Trossachs. So I think you know a lot of people within Scotland might sort of feel that they know one side of the route um, so let's explore the other side. So they're not going to be looking at going around the whole 200 miles they're going to be sort of thinking about exploring a half of it or, or one bit of it. And I guess that's one, if there has to be one positive thing that's come out of Covid is the fact that a lot of people who live locally have discovered their own area, have discovered all the mm -hmm. delights that are not that far away and don't have to jump on a plane to, to have a great time, have great food, great conversation, discover mm -hmm. new things, scenery, nature. It's, it's, as you rightly say, it's all there and depends what you're looking for. It does. I mean, I, I see myself as an explorer. I'm out there all the time, hill walking and um, and running and cycling and so on. And yet, during the lockdowns 2020, I was exploring and finding new places within two miles of home that I'd never been to before because I was going out for a walk and thinking, I've always gone right or straight on at this this junction. I'm going to go left today. Wow, I didn't know this was here. Um, and I think you know other people were doing the same, whether it was two miles away or ten miles away. But um, we have been sort of digging into those little corners of our own country and uh, finding new places. And I think there's there's another one that, um, in terms of dipping in, dipping out of part 200 and not going the whole way round the route you know we we know that other attractions other areas other routes exist and we know that people are driving up from down south to let's say go to to drive around um, the north coast 500 for example but if you find out about heart 200 you could sort of think well on the way up to inverness we're going to use the Heart 200 website route to to take in half of the Heart 200 just to slow ourselves down, just to find somewhere nice to stay for a night, and and by doing that, you know, you're just sort of dipping into this area, finding something, and you might go on and drive around North Coast 500, but you might just make a mental note that next year we're going to come back and look at the other side of Heart 200. Or you might decide that you want to come back and see it on your way home. Yes. And, and mm -hmm. you know, prolong your, prolong your visit to Scotland a and little bit longer, just enjoy you, a bit more. Absolutely. If you're coming up from down south for two weeks or three weeks, you could do one half of um, the Heart 200, say from Stirling around the Trossachs Loch Tay uh, up to, uh, to Brewer and then head off up the A9 and as you come back down pick it up again at Brewer and um, and go around by Blagary, Perth, Kinross back to Stirling and in two two sections a week or so apart maybe you've done the whole of Heart 200 and you'll have seen some fantastic Absolutely. places. That's the thing that we discovered when we wrote the books about it is we've been in and around this area for most of our lives and there was just so many things that we didn't know about right in our doorstep. Yeah. And if we can do that, how much more have we got to offer people who don't know the area yet, mm. still to come and enjoy it? 
I think some of the um, some of the little villages just have so much character and just so much to see. I mean, not far from where I am, um, the village of Dunning. I think it's just an absolute uh, gem of a place, and um, yeah, just just so much to uh, to see there. The where the witch was uh, hung, um, the um, the Dublin stone in the in the church, um, and a nice pub to go for a meal and a drink. What, what more could you want? And it's interesting that you, you mention that because there's a, a fantastic juxtaposition between the historical and the modern. Um, on one hand, as you mentioned, the, the Rupland Cross and all these um, ancient landmarks in, in uh, Dunning, but on the other hand, um, it was used as the launch point for the first haggis in space. Yes. <laughs> so, and, that, and that's just one of the stories that we talk about in Mysteries and mm. Secrets of the Heart yeah. 200 route because I think the ethos of the book was to uh, look beyond the, the major landmarks and the uh, other things around the route that we'd discussed in the uh, the first book and look instead at the slightly less obvious um, sites and attractions. With all the different mysteries and things as well. But it's, there's so much to offer. One of the things that's been recognised is the fact that Stirling has been the the only city in Scotland now that's been shortlisted as City of Culture for 2025, and you know Hatch 100 and and Extremis back to bid, to yeah. and hopefully that's going to be a real positive. But it was amazing just how many different places got behind it: crafts, food, attractions, you know, all these different things, businesses that. Um, saw the real value in the area and promoting that to the world not just to, mm. to Britain You know this is how how good this area is and sometimes when you live in it you you, you don't think about mm. it as much so so yes I would encourage anybody to, to find out a bit more about that too and see um, what's, what's been happening with that bid as well mm. Yeah certainly from our Heart 200 point of view we're really proud to uh, sponsor that bid and um, yeah, come on, Sterling. We just hope that um, it's a successful bid and uh, becomes City of Culture because it, it would be absolutely fantastic. It would be, absolutely. Mm. So much to do. And sometimes it takes um, friends to come and see it, sometimes to, to really appreciate it, to, mm. to come and see all the, the wonderful things that we have. There's not many places I've got a castle, Sterling Castle and Wallace Monument, that you can mm. see one from the other mm -hmm. uh, and can, can go and visit and our Oral Cross University, all within a very short space and time and area. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the things that jumped out at me, actually, when we were researching the book, is how often um, totally different attractions can exist, you know, within a very short space of each other. Um, I think in particular of the, uh, the Biodiversity Garden in Perth, uh, the Greyfriars Biodiversity Area, um, which is right in the centre of the city, and... Uh, amazingly quiet, peaceful place, perfect for meditation or anyone who just wants to get away from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. But yet only a short walk away, perhaps five minutes away, um, you'll find the Concord Record Shop, which is the oldest family-owned um, record shop, independent music shop uh, in Scotland. Um, so, I mean, these are just two of the, the things you'll find on, on the Heart 200 route um, that we certainly found to be not just of interest, but also fascinating to know that they existed so close together. And also there's things like Clutie McToot's Dumplings, which embraces the old of yeah. Scotland and, <laughs> and, and, you know, 
well known for cleated dumplings and, and very much a Scottish tradition, but bringing it bang right up to date to see how you can make your own and lots of different and unusual flavours as well. So, mm -hmm. so that's gorgeous too. I can always recommend anything to do with food. <laughs> <laughs> and there's lots to choose from here in, in, in this area. Absolutely. Yeah. I think another one that um, I'd just like to sort of get in there is that we, we do promote um, heart, a suggested Heart 200 cycle route as well. So uh, um, a lot of these um, tourist attractions, especially in the villages, you know, like Clutimac, Tutatabanethi and uh, the attractions we've, we've talked about in, in Dunning, um, you know, to do a 200 mile cycle route if um, if you want to blast round it you know a couple of people have cycled it in a day um, other people are doing an overnighter and doing it in two days but I think most people are looking at that and breaking it down into 40 50 mile days taking four or five days to cycle round it and just have that time to stop off have a nice lunch visit the Clutie Dumpling <laughs> place and um, and pedal on in the afternoon. So um, uh, and again, I think that just sort of lends itself to the ethos of slow tourism. That uh, it isn't just about driving around the route. It is about stopping off at places, taking part in adventurous activities, going for a walk, visiting an attraction, or or doing it on your on your bike and. Uh, leaving the car at home. I think you'll lose so much if you only go in the car and do the route. You'll lose so much of not stopping to take in the views, to take in the areas, to meet the people. Because that to me is what does make the Heart 200 route so special. It's not just about the scenery. Mm. There's just so much more to enjoy and to go and whiz past it in a car. You lose so much by doing that, I think. I, the, the thing I said before about um, the density of attractions and tourism related businesses that you do just drive two or three miles and there's something else to see mm. or to do um, you know so the moment you sort of you've driven away from the castle um, you know there's there's a lock with a lock sidewalk or something oh. so um, um, and the number of places to eat and drink, farm shops and so on, um, it, it really is tremendous for that. So, so really with Heart 200 what we want to be is a shop window for all of those attractions and all of those businesses and, and it is just a shame that as we launched in 2019 and we were just getting going that bang and Covid the, the shutters came down and um, um, but you know Heart 200 is, is there and as things start to move again eventually as the overseas markets hopefully come back again um, we can we can be that shop window and, and talking of the shop window we will have a new website within hopefully within the next couple of months or so. Well it would be remiss of me not to ask if there is a particular mystery or secret of the Heart 200 route that means a lot to you or that you'd like to share with the listeners? Oh, that's difficult because there's so many mm. to choose from. Um, let me think. That's What about you, Tom? What, 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 what's your favourite? <laughs> having sprung, sprung a question like that and us having to sort of think about that one. Well, 
I must admit, we came across a lot of really interesting bits and pieces. I was particularly surprised to find out about um, Mary Queen of Scots' private chapel, which was an uh, amendment made to Lochleven Castle uh, back in the day. Um, and you can still see the remnants of uh, Lochleven Castle. Uh, and I would certainly recommend that you do so, because it's an incredibly beautiful place. Well, I, the area that, that I um, think that people only think of one place is Dunblane, because everybody thinks of Dunblane Cathedral, which is stunning, it's, it's lovely, and there's so many nice walks around about it. But equally, there's a hidden chapel just next to it as well, that when they were doing excavations, they discovered this when they knocked down a wall, that there's a beautifully preserved hidden chapel that can now be used for wedding ceremonies and just places of peace and quiet and contemplation in the hotel right next to the Dumbling Cathedral. So that's one of my uh, favourite places. I think that's amazing. I really like that. I think um, I'd probably just like to to look towards the north and um, around Pilochery. I think there's um, there's so much just within that area because I'm usually personally sort of looking at this from a sort of adventure point of view and you've got um, couple of great mountains there in um, Benvraki and Beneglow. Um, you've got a park run at Faskelly Forest now um, and this area is is great for park run tourism with Perth, University of Stirling and Faskelly Forest just outside uh, Pitlochry. Um, plus you've just got lots of um, adventure related businesses in that area so you're very close to whitewater rafting companies and uh, Highland Fling for bungee jumping and I'm not into bungee jumping but but for those that are um, that's the uh, the bungee jumping capital of uh, Scotland so uh, so much happening around Pitlochry so that's um, that's going to get my vote. And I guess there's so many things when you see the pictures. Elvis has bungee jumped mm. um, from from there, and there's anybody who gets married can get dressed up to jump as well. Mm. So if you, you feel the urge for something different for your nuptials, that's that's definitely one of the places to go. But there are just so many wonderful places to, to visit in the area. Um, I also think at Stirling University has beautiful loch on the loch on the campus with, with lots of different wildlife, frogs, uh, swans all within easy walking distance or a lovely walk, there's lovely places to go and eat on the campus and if you're very sharp eyed you'll also remember it from Outlander because quite a few of the places was used when they um, did the film in there as well like they used, a, they've got a tunnel which links it across to the, the main part of the building and that came from one of the airports apparently that was in America but never left Stirling so, so yes, much closer to home so there's there's lots and lots of different things to come and explore and find out about. Yeah, and for sporting enthusiasts as well of course, um, many people who visit Dunblane will know there is a golden post box uh, in the main street which was uh, painted to commemorate Sir Andy Murray winning the gold medal um, in men's singles tennis in 2012, but fewer people realise there is in fact a gold telephone box, um, not very far away, uh, and if you want to find out the story about that, you'll need to read the book and find out. And I think also just to think about some of the um, indoor attractions, we've, um, we've looked at the outdoor ones there, but again back to Pitlochry, the, the Festival Theatre, mm. um, and other sort of larger venues like um, 
Perth concert hall, but music and indoor facilities all the way around the route in Aberfeldy and um, and lots lots of places around the entire route. A lot of the villages that um, have music festivals or um, or gigs um, backstage at Kinross, another fantastic um, music venue. So uh, you could easily build a weekend, a long weekend, a whole week, um, just around uh, around music on the route. Yeah. And what I liked as well was if if you have to we have two or three children or you have a budget to follow, that there are lots of places that you can go for free. Things if you go up to Aberfeldy and you have the Burks of Aberfeldy, it is absolutely stunning. And well known as well if you're a Robert Burns fan because he mm. wrote about it too. Such was his um, delight and joy and, and how beautiful it was. There's lots of walks, as Mike's mentioned. You can take bikes out. Mm. There's there's lots of places as well. It's worthwhile um, looking around about, like lots of castles and outsides. Maybe have uh, lots of different historic environments. Scotland always always have interesting things for children around about holiday times as well which encourage them in to find out a bit more about the history of the different areas so there's lots to see and do uh, you know uh, that doesn't necessarily cost a lot of money and let's not forget the Burns uh, connection to Kenmore as well because uh, famously when he visited the area um, he used a, a diamond tipped pen to uh, write a poem on the wall of the uh, reception room of the Kenmore Hotel now I certainly wouldn't recommend writing any poems on the wall of a hotel in this day and age, but those who are <laughs> Burns aficionados will no doubt want to visit it if they happen to be in the Kenmore area, and certainly why not, because it's a beautiful place to visit. So, Heart 200 is very much open for business, and while of course we would recommend that everyone pay attention to whatever the uh, health regulations may happen to be as things open up again, let's hope and look forward to a lovely summer and welcoming many, many more people to Central Scotland and to the Heart 200 route. Yes, we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Please come and visit. Yes, if you uh, come to visit, just have a great time and uh, it is, it's got something for you, it's got something for everyone. So, um, yeah, enjoy it and uh, take it at your own uh, pace. If you're interested in finding out more about Heart 200, you can follow more news about the route on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and don't forget of course to visit the Heart 200 official website at heart200.scot. You can also find out more about Mike's book on his podcast um, which uh, will be available under Find Time for Exercise wherever good podcasts are found. And you can also follow Mike's work on his website findtimeforexercise.com. The Heart 200 book and its sequel, Mysteries and Secrets of the Heart 200 Route, are available to buy not just from Extremist Publishing but from all good independent retailers and online booksellers worldwide. Thank you, Julie and Mike, for having joined us today. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. And we look forward to welcoming you again soon. Please tune in for more Extremist Publishing podcasts in the near future. Haste you back.
If you would like to find out more about advertising on the Extremist Publishing Podcast, please visit their website at www.extremistpublishing.com for details.